listening to Full Count with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. What are they even talking about? Just start the damn show. Reporting live from the New York City courthouse where Jenny DeFino has just made bail. She was arrested last night on charges of plotting to have her husband, shipping magnate Albert DeFino, killed. Uh, we're going to wait here and see if we can get a few uh, words with... Oh, here she comes. Ms. DeFino, Ms. DeFino, is it true that you tried to have your husband killed? The no. police say you did. No, I would never even think of such a thing. I am innocent. Uh, okay. Jenny, <clears throat> I've advised my client not to make a statement at this time, but let me just say that the only thing she's guilty of is being a loving wife. And, uh... That's only a crime if she charges too much. Uh, Mrs. Tofino, did you have a relationship with your husband's business partner? No, no. See. Uh, 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 Jenny. <clears throat> Mrs. Tofino would like the public to know that she would never cheat on her husband. And uh, if she did, her boyfriend would kill her. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean her girlfriend. <laughs> no, but seriously, how many people would like to witness that, huh? Raise them up. Easy, Jenny, relax. I'll handle it. Just keep quiet. Okay, well, what about the evidence? The, uh, the love letters, the bath beads? The evidence actually is all circumstantial. They haven't even found the knife yet. It's always in the last place you look, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, especially if the last place you look is the knife drawer. <laughs> I'm not saying the police in this case are stupid, but they think the jurisprudence is a Beatles song. A Beatles song. Two, three, four. Woo! You know, this case will probably never go to trial anyway, which is a good thing because uh, you've seen the price of a good judge these days. <laughs> Better just to rent to own. <laughs> and what's under those robes anyway? I'm guessing maybe a thong or something. <laughs> There's, there's no hurry, What Jenny. about the rumors your accomplice has confessed and has implicated you? No. Well, I'm, not, I'm just going to say that it's going to take an amazing detective to unravel this whole mess. And uh, speaking of detectives, I wonder what my good friend Columbo would have to say about this. Oh, this is insane. Uh, begging your pardon, ma'am. <laughs> one thing that's bothering me about this case. I mean, if it were my husband and he had insurance, I'd whack him. <laughs> what do you think, Jack Nicholson? <laughs> well, Columbo, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Truth is, she had him killed. <laughs> yeah, but this time I am going to do it myself! Right then, you son of a bitch! I remember my first beer. <laughs> there you have it. Jenny DeFino implicating herself and assaulting her lawyer right here in the hallway of the courthouse only moments after posting bail. Uh, you can catch my act again at 3 o'clock at the Jones divorce and again the 10th through the 15th at the Williams wrongful death suit. Peace, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, just reminding you, please don't drink and drive. If you hit a bump, it could slosh all over your lap. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Susan Frank. Let's hear it for everyone.
everyone you've seen tonight. Thank you and good night. Triscuits, 100% whole wheat and golden toasted to taste delicious. Like my boyfriend's penis. Okay, cut. Cut. Triscuit, it's a great snack after butt rape. Cut. Sarah, we can't say butt rape. Abortion. Triscuits, golden toasted with a hint of delicious AIDS and incest. Cut. Sarah? I'm Sarah Silverman, and I call Triscuits Hitler Biscuits. Cut, please. Triscuits. They make me queef out my front butt. Queef. Cut, please. Cut. Oh my god, are you serious? Do you know how hungry people get after being butt-raped? All right, welcome to the Full Cow Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. John, hey, how are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm still setting up. Yeah, well, you know, I think that's, I think, again, I do think that should be part of it. We should just record the setup. Um, I think people want to know what goes on behind the scenes. No, I don't think they do. But where does this cable go? I can't, I can't hear myself. I, I don't think It's all they, good stuff. I think they know that we don't know what we're doing. I would but it's like on, to, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. We're worldwide. Saudi Arabia. Hello, Australia. Uh, we've got uh, Ireland. Ireland. Um, Canada. Oh, speaking of Ireland, it's our St. Patty's Day uh, episode. And that's why we have our special guest here, John. Tell the listeners at home who we have. That's here. exactly. Who you just heard. Uh, you heard two different clips there at the start of the show. You heard Pat Kilbane and Melissa McQueen. Uh, both sound very Irish. That's um, one of the reasons I thought it would be fun to have them on for the St. Patrick's Day special. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. It's they don't look happy. I'm trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get used to this microphone coming down at me. You okay. Know? Yeah. You're, it's you're, just a, you know usually you're kind of talking down into the microphone when, when the microphone's kind of shooting down at you. It, it's yes. almost. It's a little submissive. It's. A little you, submissive. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, I feel okay. Like I'm, right. I'm, I'm at its mercy as opposed to being its master. It's, right. it's going to come right down my throat whether <laughs> and, I like it or not. And you're also a fairly tall guy. How tall are you? 6'5. Okay. So yeah. me and you are the same height, but you somehow look taller than me. Yeah. Mm. It looks really well, tall. Because you were hunching over. It could be that I, I, up, I hunch over. I'm malnourished. Uh, I'm just. I'm, I'm wiry, too. That's, a, you know, I'm. I'm wiry. Yeah. I guess that helps. I think I'm like kind they of. call it. Ectomorphic? Yeah. There's ectomorphic, endomorphic, and mesomorphic. Everyone's supposed to be meso. Which is what? Which is... Oh, oh, meso is kind of medium build. Ecto is kind of a pipe cleaner sculpture. Okay. And then endomorphic is short and wide. This is what? so nerdy. Okay. Yeah. What's wide? What? No. What's, what's, what's wide and wide? What's what wide? That, <laughs> what would that be? Not short and wide. Morphic, just wide morphic, and yeah. wide. He's just, just morphic, guys. Just perfect height morphic. width symmetry. <laughs> A circle or a square, <laughs> but has has uh, has your height ever worked against you? Uh, yeah, I, I guess a couple of times. I, I remember reading for a uh, submarine movie that was. Um, <laughs> they're like you're way too fucking tall for a submarine yeah, guy. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, it was uh, Kelsey Grammer's down. Hmm. Was it up periscope, periscope down, down, periscope, or down, but, uh, down yeah. periscope? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so you know. I, I'm, I'm lucky I wasn't a I was going to say, so it wouldn't yeah. have made your career <laughs> no, any it really, better. It really wouldn't have, yeah. And uh, I walked in, and uh, the lady's like, how tall are you? I'm like 6'5". She's like, you're too 
okay, why don't we go ahead and read? You know, so it, she was going to say handsome, and then she was like, <laughs> yeah, right. "Why don't we go ahead and read?" That was unprofessional, of me. I'm so sorry. Uh, and that's the word. There's nothing worse than that when you walk into an adi- audition, and there's some indication immediately that you're not right. That you have no chance. Right. Yeah, no. And, and they it's still awful. go through the motions, and and you know, if you call them on it and say, "Well, I, I'm noticing some concern in your eyes right now. Is there something we could?" <laughs> no, let's just go ahead and do this. You know, it's like, oh, put a waste. Yeah, there was a there was a basketball role I read for. And uh, it was some a guy who played maybe for the Clippers who was writing a blog about being a bench warmer. I don't know if you remember. This is probably ten years ago, and it was, became a pretty famous blog okay. that he was writing just about never playing. This riding white guy the, riding the bench. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I was reading for the part of him, and uh, I walked in, and I could see hope in his eyes as he was looking down <laughs> at his paper, you know. He's and then like, as he looked up, his face just fell. <laughs> As he looked at me, you know, it was uh, it, it was just so crystal clear, and, and um, yeah, that the whole thing was a waste of time from then on. You just know yeah, it, then you know, you know yeah. and then you why even now you're pissed that you put in the work to get to the audition yeah. and figure it out, and that's it should it really should just be speed dating. It's like the first audition should be yes, yes, no, sorry, no, sorry, yes, you know, and then yeah, <laughs> and then from there yeah, and and like it, it would be faster for everybody yeah. It's that whole thing like Malcolm Gladwell's book Blink. You know, there's so much you know instantly assessing somebody. Uh, did you guys ever read Blink? Uh, it's, I like how you I did assume right away that we were readers. Yeah. Um, that was nice. Melissa and I both read that book. And, been to at the book. same time? I've been to a bookstore. <laughs> yes. You guys have to share, like, turn the page. I'm ready now. That, turn the page. Turn the, the page. the we biggest source everything. of arguments we have <laughs> is when to who's, turn the page. Who's a faster reader? Like, damn it. <laughs> oh, I hate reading with someone. That's stressful. <laughs> like, I know they want me to turn the page. She's going to think I'm dumb if oh, I don't yeah. get to the bottom of the page. I got to go. If you're sitting reading a site together and looking at it, you're like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Back, back, back. No, Back, 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 back. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, uh, Melissa and Pat are engaged to be married. Yes. Correct. So um, I met Melissa doing stand-up. Very funny. Mm-hmm. The clip you heard was not from her stand-up. It was from, uh, That's right. it was from uh, a sketch she did on YouTube. Um, and I think the thing you heard from Pat was probably Mad TV, right? Pat was on Mad TV yes. from, the, from the very beginning. And, no. No, from, not the first season? From the middle to later in the middle. I oh, okay. I th- I've yeah, some... I uh, yeah, it was uh, seasons three, four, and five. I okay, was on. Middle, all right. Middle and to late middle. It went. I like that. It went to <laughs> season thirteen. So it, was, it went eight years after I was gone. Oh, okay. Before eventually they cut the budget so far that they that couldn't do you it. You just couldn't do it. It's like see you when know, you left, it, it couldn't survive. Yeah, it you just it only just, eight more seasons. No. <laughs> it was it was inevitable, and then it, it was, was gonna go, it was going down. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. It could have been a fifteen-year show. You know, but uh, yeah, when I was gone, I knew the uh, I knew I know I know John Sabato, the uh, production designer. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, he did a great job. He was did a fantastic job. Yeah. He actually with took nothing. me in. I mean, yeah. with l- very little resources. Yeah, very creative he, I, guy. I worked on the very last season of the Man Show, which was shooting at the same lot uh, that you that Mad TV was at. So that's how John worked on that too. And he took me around, showed me a backdrop, and I was like, "Oh, it's a jungle backdrop." He goes, "This backdrop was on Gilligan's Island." And I was wow. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Awesome. That, that yeah. is cool. I was amazed. Did right he call away. you little buddy? He the did. Rest of the day? Although he's a lot smaller than I am. Oh, okay. 
I'd be searching it for treasures. I'd be looking for that old 50-year-old heroin needle or something yeah. that's back there, you know? I, I want to find out idea what... what treasures are. Yeah. Guys, I found a dirty hypodermic. Well, put it down. So, someone wants heroin really bad. Yeah. This and thing I'm was stuck this out, like, Tina Louise 50 years ago. I'm finding all this out a month before our wedding. It's yeah. like awesome. Oh, he's a junkie. That's lovely. This is why, this is why we brought you here. To hear, to hear all his deepest, darkest secrets. This isn't really a podcast. It's more of a weird intervention. All right, for let's a guy. bring out the ex-girlfriend. Come on. <laughs> but you guys, are, uh, you guys are getting married next month? Yeah. Ah, that's, I still, I'm looking through my emails, and I, I noticed I haven't I've gotten an Evite. On my phone, I haven't gotten uh, anything. Uh, an Evite. Uh. Yeah. I assume that's how you guys. We're not doing Evites. Oh, you're not? Yeah. Oh, you're a little classier than that, huh? Yeah. I see. All right. You have to have a mailing address that's registered somewhere in the United States oh, to get an invitation. I see. Well, P.O. Box? No, nope, nope. can't do a P.O. Box. No, they need a signature box. when you when they deliver the invitation. <laughs> they need a signature. Your itinerant is the problem. You know, that the, there's an invitation for you out there somewhere with four different yellow labels on it. It's I trying just, to find you. I just have to, yeah, yeah, I have to be more accessible. So can, uh, maybe we should go and live tweet the, the wedding. Oh, I don't think they would enjoy that, that at all, at all. Um, I just want to tell a quick thing about we were talking about height a second ago, but I, uh, I'm in a movie called Garbage that uh, should be out on DVD now or uh, Redbox. How do you criticize a movie like that? Like my like my brother did when I yeah. sh- when I got the part and I showed him the script. I like went right to his house. I go, dude, I just I mean it's a small indie movie, but I mean I got it's a big role, dude. And he literally looks at the script. He goes, Yeah, figure it's the first piece of shit you're in is called Garbage. And he threw the script <laughs> to the coffee table and walked away. And I was like, eh, I'm glad you're my brother, dickhead. And then they kissed. Um, but I was told by the director after we shot the whole movie that he almost didn't cast me because I was 6'5". He was like, you're too tall. And he goes, you should lie about that on your resume. So I did. I, I moved it to 6'3". I thought you were going to go 5'3". No, no, no. I moved it to 6'3". Because I, I kind of, like you say, a hunch. I'm like, I don't, I'm not as wiry, you know. And I went into an audition yesterday. And she's like, oh, you're 6'3". I go, well. She's like, what? And I go, I'm 6'5". I'm, I'm and she's like, oh, but you put six three on your resume. She's like, "What are you, an idiot?" Like, it's not like a woman lying about her age. It's yeah, like a dude lying about his height. Yeah. Like, not even my weight. Yeah, but, but my she kind of asked it as a question. She just should have gone, "Yeah." You can't, not, you can't cop to it right away. I right. think that's yeah, that's yeah. part of the problem. I know, and I, that's, I was so weirded out because no one's questioned me on it yet. And I was like, no, I'm really – because I'm like, what if the role – they need a – the doorway is 6'6", six, six, and I <laughs> I don't know, you know, fucking what do I know? So many things go through you. What if I'm in a casket? Yeah, right. what, if, what if they've already small. bought this thing and they can only put someone in there who's 6'3", and then I get there like, asshole, you have two more inches. <laughs> I'm a 32 regular. <laughs> no, you're not. No, yeah. <laughs> I wear a size 2. I don't think you understand sizes sir um uh pat you were also in a bunch of movies though uh yeah I'm, little parts and a bunch you, of things as soon as you said basketball i went right i think dodgeball no no i, I was in uh semi-pro semi-pro that's what it was uh i did uh <laughs> but you played a bad guy yeah i was the guy who knocks out will ferrell so and then he, when he goes to his dreamland and has his uh vision of the alley-oop Right, yes. And, uh, yeah, my, my part was bigger in the script, so I was much more excited about it than I was when I eventually saw it, you know. <laughs> but, you know, that's the nature of comedy, that everything gets cut back. Yeah. And it, I'm getting better now at looking at a script and, and uh, seeing whether or not the stuff is going to make it, you know. And, and it's, it's, always, it's always frustrating, when, uh, especially when a director is, like, leading you through some laborious process, and you're like, this, none of this is going in. 
you know, not yeah. because it's bad, but because it's it doesn't drive a, the story. Yeah, it doesn't, right. and that's the thing you have to look at. If you if your if your if your role doesn't necessarily drive things forward or move it along, and it's just comedy, like that's awesome. And if they can put it in there, they will. But a lot of times they can't. <laughs> yeah, and they don't. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, I think my height worked for me in insofar as it it makes you different. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, kind of makes you specific as a character, and so I got a lot of basketball stuff. Right. You know, I was, uh, I did a, uh, another ABA movie called New Jersey Turnpikes with Kelsey Grammer. That it never, I mean, God, that, you and Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer, Grammer huh? Yeah. <laughs> All my interludes with Kelsey Grammer. He was on Frasier, and uh... <laughs> played a basketball player on Frasier. Frasier. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I did a uh, an Arliss episode where I was a basketball player, and uh, a couple of television commercials where I was a basketball player, and so yeah, in, in that regard, it helps. Nice. You know, I, I had a flat top at the time too, which I don't know made me look uh, I don't know more like an athlete. Right. I, I, I think, guess. but but I think it made you look more like a like a fifties athlete. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Oh, like, yeah, kind of yeah, like you were like you were a basketball player who like was really into the uh, dribbling. You know what I mean? Like, right. There was not a lot of dunking, but like you had that flat top. And fundamentals, like, man. It's all yeah, about exactly. fundamentals. It's like bounce Make your pass. Layups. Bounce pass. Ooh, and I ripped my headphones out. Bounce passes and, and, and layups. Had a, yeah. And you had morals. 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 That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's about. what old-timey basketball players It's about players team. Said. It's team. not about flash. It's not about flash or raping chicks or whatever else professional athletes do now. Let's talk about leather pants. Guys, let's, let's talk look. about leather pants. Um, Melissa, actually, first of all, Melissa, how did you get started in comedy? That's what I'd like to know. Uh, you know, I used, to work, <laughs> I used to work at the comedy store. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even know that. I was a waitress at the comedy store. But when was that? That was like... Ugh, 2001. It, okay, so that was right as I was starting to do stand-up. Was that with Eleanor? Was yeah. she working there? Eleanor wasn't even a comic at the time. Right. She was just my boss. Yeah. And did you, were man. you doing stand-up then? No, I moved here to be a comedy writer. I'm not nearly as fun. But you wrote, what you wrote you, comedy in college, though, too. But, so yeah. it's What's not, not like fun? What are, you, what are you talking about? You're fine. Do, you, need to, you need to call. I'm not nearly as fun. I have allergies, I and want, I'm trying not to cough. You can cough. You just cough. don't cough directly into the okay, mic. Sorry. I mean, usually I'm like six one-hitters deep by the time I do this, but I just got back from work. and Twelves of people are going to hear this. Literally, oh, twelves man. from Australia. Baker's dozens. <laughs> Baker's dozens. So 13, yes. Because you had a room for a long time. I still have a room. You still have it? But yeah. you're, not there. you're not there like you were all the time. You used to be there every show, right? Are you talking about Barney's? Yeah. Yeah, she's there all the time. I'm always there. Oh, well, I was there one... But you don't work there anymore. No, right. I don't work She used to, t- used to tend bar there, but you don't do that anymore. No. No. I host so, the karaoke. Right. It's much more fun for you, probably, to go in and just run the show, yeah. do the karaoke, do and then leave, leave and not have to deal with drunk assholes and yes. whatever else. I mean, it's Barney's Beanery in Pasadena, and that... Monday nights. Monday nights, a nine-ish... 9.30. 9.30. After all the sports are over, mm-hmm. they rock a, a decent show. They're out. Sometimes it's on the patio. Sometimes it's inside. I'll be honest. It's usually better when it's inside. Yes. And sometimes it's awesome. And sometimes it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very hit and miss. I mean, I've yeah. seen Matt Dittman, of all people, almost get into a fight. Oh, yeah. At, at Barney's. Like, <laughs> these guys were being loud. And finally, he goes, just shut the fuck up. And they were like, hey, fuck you, bro. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. And then I was were like... They, were they Asian? Yeah, they were Asian. Oh, okay. that, yeah, yeah, they were totally... definitely... Wow. That's what Filipino. you don't want to hear. The very calm, reassured response. You know, a fuck you that is not angry. Right. It, just, like, it knows exactly what it's going to do to you more, in the alley. More that, terrifying. Yeah, right. Like, if he was yelling, you'd be like, oh, you're a fucking yeah. crazy person. Shut up. But somebody was like, hey... 
fuck you, bro. <laughs> like, wide-eyed, you're like, oh, this guy might actually fuck me later. Because they yeah. probably said it like 10 times that day already. Yeah. I'm fucking, yeah. I'm ready to go, bro. I'm ready to go. Anytime. Yeah. They said it to a cop. They said it to a guy pointing a gun at them. <laughs> They're parole Yeah, a guy with a microphone was no big challenge. <laughs> yeah. they were, at first, if you've ever seen this guy, Matt Dittman, he is like uh, about as thin as this fucking... And um, he was as confrontational as like someone's dad. Like, no, fuck you. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, because I was like, oh, dude, I don't want to, I don't, I, yeah. I'm not a fighter. Like, I suck at fighting. Like, <laughs> like dude, I don't want to fight. You're like, I, fu- I, I suck fighters. I, I suck mean, off um, fighters. I suck I, at sucking off fighters. I, <laughs> I fuck fighters. I mean, I, what? I fight guys who are sucking me off. <laughs> but it's more like wrestling. It's not like violent. And not gay because I'm like not into it. You know the great thing about that is uh, everybody. If someone's getting killed by a heckler, everybody could run over to the balcony and watch it happen in the alley over right. there. You know. Oh it'd yeah, be, it'd be like ancient Rome. You know, the, it'd be the. Kill him! <laughs> Melissa just drops a scarf, and that means fucking go. And then it's just knives and fists and brass knuckles, like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Sometimes when you're out on the patio at Barney's and it's a bad show, I, what I do is I turn because it's like you're up on like the third floor almost, and you just turn and look down in an alley, and usually there's like a homeless guy or like just a dude on his smoke break from work, and I start doing my set to them. I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, guy, can you hear me?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, what do you call?" And I just start telling him jokes. He's like, "Heard it." Yeah, he's yeah. I, I actually got heckled by a guy down there. He's like, "Boo!" <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck you. Go back to work, dude. It's a homeless guy who's done four Lettermans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It's like, you call that comedy? Look at my reel. Like, oh, damn, dude. Where do you live? This box? Wow. Comedy pays well, I see. He's just pushing around a cart full of VHS tapes and his old Comedy Central shit that he did. He's like, guys, I got my Letterman. I got my Comedy Central. I got my Showtime. It's like, what have I chosen? You want to buy this worldwide pants jacket? (laughs) Here's a Dave Letterman mug. Like, oh, God. What the done? sleeveless fleece swag, you know. <laughs> uh, so comedy writing, you still write? Yeah, yeah. And you guys still you work you work together sometimes, right? And write together? Yeah, we worked on a project together. Yeah, we did a. Uh, uh, I'm gonna let him tell you. I guess the most recent thing right. was uh, we did a. Sketch. No, you tell us. <laughs> I don't want to. Every other word. Every other word. Go. <laughs> Give me a yeah, city. We did a we did a sketch that was uh, a, an aliens parody. It was it was as if uh, they they did a sitcom of aliens. The movie the yeah. movie with Sigourney yeah, Weaver. Because yeah, because it, it was it was such a smash hit back in '86. Then there was this this buried project that was a sitcom that was made, and and it was uh, a bunch of people cocooned the wall of a spaceship, and periodically, you know. Uh, you well, know, that's the whole show. You're in a cocoon the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And you're and just like, talking back honey, and forth. I'm home. <laughs> you know, a thing bursts out of your chest. And there's, a, there's this whole conflict about the, she plays the sun. Uh, oh, she looks great, yeah. like in a Weird. in a bowl cut wig. She looks like a kid. It's really pretty funny. But I but uh, during sex too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh too much. This is not a horny, sexy podcast. Okay, way too far. <laughs> far. Guys, we're gonna pause for a little bit, and uh, we have get, to tell Melissa the rules. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Say whatever. Put on that wig, and um... <laughs> all right. So yeah, but the, the whole thing takes place when you guys are cocooned, and yeah, I, I'm, yeah, it came out real good. We were happy with it. We had great effects. You know, we we. Uh, did the trick body thing where you put your head through a wall and there's a fake body down below you and then nice. we had the chest bursters come out squirting blood and all this. That was wow. really ultra violent and How cool. Did, did, who did was this 
funded? Was this? Yeah, it was uh, um, Escapist Magazine is uh, is a, a huge science fiction website. They paid for a pilot, and uh, um, we had a buddy of mine uh, who does effects makeup do all that stuff at his shop. Oh, that's and, awesome! Yeah, he, he, I mean, he gave us a lot of value for what we paid him. Sure, you know, one of those kind <laughs> sure. of as a favor. And yeah, he was we, your friend, and he wanted the sh- if the show get does well, then he gets more money. You know, then he would yeah. continue to be financially punished with right. with the amount of work he would have to do <laughs> for well, no he, money. He does <laughs> twice a, as much work for three times as less yeah. money. That's yeah, that's the funny thing about most of those projects. You're like, oh well, but if it goes, if it goes, if it goes, it's an it's an, an ongoing nightmare of not enough. Always. Know, Always, yeah. I've, I've, I have never worked, and that's not. I mean, just in pr- producing alone, I've never walked onto a TV show that I was producing and have them be like, "Hey, whatever you guys need, it's right here." Yeah. I've, I've had people lure me into jobs with, "Dude, we're going to blow up cars. It's going to be awesome. We have all this money. It's NBC. It's so limited budget." Yeah, like we'll finally get to pay. Oh, but can you work for uh, half your rate? I'm like. What the, where did all this money go? What right. just happened? I just and got what low do you have in your refrigerator because we need crafty. Yeah, I so bring that <laughs> with you tomorrow. So, that, that's yeah, that's what that's what's frustrating. Melissa uh, is a big fan of the show The Biggest Loser. Mm. Oh, and, I love um, it. The two of us yeah. all sit and watch it together sometimes and it's and the only uh, show I watch. It we get so mad when there's a pro- <laughs> there's some huge challenge and it's like and you will win if you win this challenge $10,000. To split among your team, you know? your team. <laughs> so there's 15. like seven or eight people. And this is a network show, and you're right, like, you and you cheap can't come up with ten grand bastards. A piece? No, they usually yeah. give them like you're going to win a letter home. Yeah, like you're going to get you're going to win letters from home. You will win. I'm serious. That's more valuable than anything right yeah. now. Oh, you can shut so your pie hole because that's the dumbest thing I've <laughs> yeah. ever. You think a letter from my mom is more valuable yes. than ten grand? Yeah. And you just my know. mom would disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, I can just send you an email. Uh, yeah. What's the problem? Do you, ever, do you ever watch a show while you're eating dinner? Yes, it's the best. I love watching. <laughs> Fat people work out. You know, I, I thought you just said. I thought you just said. Did you ever watch the show while you're eating dinner? And I, I was and like, I, there's thought, a fucking show about people eating dinner. Somebody kill me. While you're eating dinner is on ABC. Wow. It's on ABC. You're this eating fall, dinner this fall. Watch sorry, families I'm from, eat. I'm from the south. While you're eating dinner. I'm sorry, Melissa. You're saying. Oh, I just love to watch. I, not like in a mean way. I like to watch them be fat and like fall off the treadmill, and then like eight weeks later, later. They're all fit and. But are they? Uh, I, I mean, they, how do you go? I mean, these people are obese, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Like morbidly obese. Ca- yeah. Calm down, John. Um, no, I'm talking on the verge of death. <laughs> Some yes. anger in there. Like I know. Big enlarged hearts, like yeah. ready to go any second. And uh, <laughs> and then they lose. I mean, hundreds. Wait, hundreds, yeah. yeah. Well, what kind of training program is this? They work out for like eight hours a day. Okay, so it's the kind of training program that uh, only a homeless person can do. And then they yeah. yell at them. They're like, you're barfing. What? You better get up and get in there. You're barfing. <laughs> you better get up and get in. And no. what, do they just wipe the barf? I think that's barf? a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> you're barfing. That's, I've had people say that to me at bars, at parties. <laughs> you're barfing. Get up and get in there. Like, you're right. I gotta get back in this game. I can go hit on some chicks. I smell good now. Uh, you barfed on her. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Melissa was talking about how um, those... Those pe- you know, you see them, they're, they're on their hands and knees, they just fell off the treadmill and they're just bawling and then they cut away to an interview where they're bawling and, and uh, you know, it's just like she was saying, you know, these people are so defeated. They're so defeated, you know, and, and uh, defeated. It, it, it's, it's just, I think that's the hardest part to watch is it's like, you know, 
it's okay that you're overweight and you're dealing with that, but man up some, you know, right, like, man up some just in terms of how you present yourself. Yeah. Like, just, it shouldn't be so humiliating. I know? agree. Nothing but respect for anybody. Like whenever I see like a, a really big person on a treadmill at a gym or whatever, I'm always like, good for you. Yes. man. Like, yeah, I'm all, I think it's great. You're doing something about it. That's good. But you're right. Like, don't fucking cry. Like, did, did I, would I cry? Well, I, cry I'm emotional, once, John. Yeah. I, I, well, no. Okay, if, if it's emotional, that's different crying. Like, I'm so happy I lost this weight. My family's so happy and they're proud of me. Now, that's a different cry than, I can't get a treadmill. I threw up again. Why can't I have a steak? Like, it's like... I just want more ribs. Yeah, come on. I just want one ribs of slabs. They want them to cry, and then they go, what happened in oh. your childhood? Yeah. They, they drag it out of them. Yeah. Like, they, they will keep that's, pounding and until that's, you cry. That's the producers, and yes. that's the kind of shit that I don't like. I hate it. Yeah, because you know there's this one guy sitting there going, hey, now your mom, she hated you, right? You're a big, yeah. fat bitch. Well, yeah. what the... What, what do you, what do you yeah. think about that? And like, yeah. I have a letter here from your mom calling you a big, fat whore, and, yeah. uh, and, and finally they're like, why do I want to say these things? This is yeah. awful. <laughs> I'm picturing in my mind right now the guy whose voice you were just doing, you know. <laughs> See, who, who is it? Some little Steve Buscemi looking yeah. nasty rat faced man. <laughs> Why is he in a, driving a cab while he's telling you that? What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> cab driver's voice. <laughs> That's your cab driver's voice? <laughs> uh, we're going to break for two seconds to do. That's the segment bell, guys. When the oh. bell goes off, we're changing segments, okay? Okay. That sponsor, the sponsor message comes in. We actually uh, have a sponsor. Uh, Are you serious? Well, I don't know, do we, John? Yeah, we're going to go we're going to go <laughs> with um, Anderson Valley Brewing. Okay. Uh, they're a uh, Are you s- They're a crap. We just we just say companies <laughs> oh, and we okay. call them our sponsor. Uh, okay. they haven't like called to give us a deal or anything, but my neighbor, guy lives right across from me. I was coming in the other day and he's like, "Hey, do you like beer?" I'm like, I didn't get this body not liking beer, and he. Then, he, then I was like, I was in a, a huge hurry. He was like, "Well, hang on a second. Smell my mustache, man. <laughs> right now, smell it right now." <laughs> yeah. Do I like beer? Take a whiff of this. Take a whiff of this stash. Come on. Uh, I'm just. I would rather smell not. with your penis. Can you just? <laughs> what? what? You smell like my a, mustache like with your dick. <laughs> like, how is this working? Don't worry about it. But aren't you horny now? Uh, no, so he went out and, you know, people shuffle around, like, you're, like, waiting for, like, hey, God, I'll be right back. And you're, like, standing at his door and you just hear, like, people, like, things move, <laughs> bottles clinking. And then you're, like, how long does it take to get a sick pack? Let's Let go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm locked up back here. <laughs> and then uh, and then he came out with, like, a, a six pack or a seven pack of, like, Anderson Valley beer. We drank it on our podcast on Sunday. Well, one was a really big one. And the a lot, rest of, a lot of breweries don't have seven packs. Yeah, seven packs like, rare. Whoa. It's like the seven-string guitar by Ibanez. Yeah. A seven-pack is uh, what a guy has when he's in great shape but has scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> he's crunched over. What's that extra roll? That's my seventh pack. Just don't worry about it. There's an extra it. one on one side. There. <laughs> don't worry about it. Scoliosis. I remember like... Uh, I remember thinking like that was a horrible like oh scolia like when they would test you for it that in school. Yeah. Oh well, totally. he- I had head lice. No. I sh- I'm sorry. I have head lice. No. So. <laughs> That's no. why you need a Benadryl. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I we ba- my mom babysat like other kids when we were growing up, and uh-huh. our our house is right across <laughs> is right across from the grade school. And this kid, I I'll I'll never forget it because I remember once I got the head lice, I flashed to him trying on. 
every hat we had. I mean, and my dad had like hard hats and just crazy shit. Just we had hats everywhere, and he just put them all on one day, and I was like. What are you doing? Stop fucking wearing all the hats. I didn't talk like that when I was in fourth grade. You'll get that same feeling when your doctor tells you you have genital herpes. You'll be like the flashbacks. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, oh. And and it goes right to that kid, the hats, and then me and him kissing. I'm like, uh oh, maybe that's how I got it. Every hat that I put on my dick, I'm thinking, (laughs) how? Head lies. How many people have worn this? this? (laughs) Sean doesn't use rubbers that are prepackaged, he just Uh. finds them. All right, well, we did hit the segment bell, and really quick, we just want to talk about uh, free agency and football started today, or I don't know how long. How long does it go? Does it go a long yeah, time? however long we want it to go. Well, well, so say, I thought they'd been doing that for a long time. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they just started nope, it. They just instituted free agency. Good for those guys. Good for them. They the deserve union, every penny. The union's doing good work. Uh, I would like to say some notable moves here. Wes Welker of the Patriots went to the Broncos. Uh, I'd never see that happen. I, I couldn't believe it happened either, except for the Patriots then picked up the uh, the guy from St. Louis. Not Yeah, St. Louis, right? This is an incomplete list because it has no Bears movement on here. All I know is Wes Welker is a good Elmer Fudd name. That's a good name for Elmer. Wes Welker. <laughs> Be very, very quiet, Wes. That is fucking... Uh, can you imagine him in an interview with Barbara Walters? So you're Wes Welker. Uh, that wasn't a very good impression. I apologize. <laughs> Anyway, I think that is the most... Oh, that and Tony Gonzalez came out of retirement. Stay home, Tony. Yeah, I, what is he doing? He's been retired for five minutes. Yeah, he, he was probably just sitting home going, mm, Here, dude, these here's, fucking kids, man. Yeah, that's my theory. Like When, when Favre <laughs> kept coming back, my theory right. is these guys retire because it sounds like awesome. Right? They're like, oh, I won't have to come to training camp. I want to fucking do a push-up. I can eat whatever I want. And then they go home. And like... Holy shit, my wife is annoying. My kids suck. I don't want to sit here all fucking day because they don't work. They're fucking rich yeah. and spoiled and probably bratty and just rude. It's like when Jerry Sandusky retired, you know? He wanted to come back, you know? Yeah, he wanted to come on some backs. That's not... Whoa, whoa guys, guys. Whoa, I was, whoa, whoa. was not even trying to go there. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. I there, well, you brought just... Sandusky into it, which all is right, awkward. This is a Christian I know, podcast. Guys, we'll rewind. You Let's know, rewind this. Cedar Point uh, Amusement Park is in Sandusky, Ohio. I don't know if it's still there, but I wonder if... Uh, it's a little less appealing to take your kids to Sandusky. It is. I mean, th- something something bad happened at Cedar Point, I think. And is some, it closed now? Or? I don't know, but somebody was like, so I guess nothing happens. Nothing good happens if you live anywhere the, near the name Sandusky. It was like what I think I read. I could be wrong. Hockey mask guy with an axe running around. Yeah, Jason point. Voorhees. It wasn't an axe. It was a machete. Mm. Um, that's really I, only um, Ahmad. Ahmad the, the, a lot Bush. of these... Oh yeah, Reggie Bush went to the uh, the Lions. Lions. That's pretty fantastic. Percy Harvin went to the uh, pay, uh, Seahawks, and uh, which is good Colt. because the Vikings should never. Be, I'm sorry, you, neither of you are from Minnesota, right? No, no. That's, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Fuck the Vikings. Um, where, where are you guys originally from? Kansas. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. The, the Chiefs. Not, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm from, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. So I'm a I'm a Bengals guy. Oh, you're a yeah. Bengals fan. No, I don't follow closely. Yeah, I don't. A lot of there's not many Bengals fans that are like I follow every I second of every. But I didn't hear anything about the Chiefs last year. Well, this year they're going to be Andy Reid is their coach. They're probably going to yeah. bring in. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 convinced that someone's going to grab Tim Tebow. I don't know why. I just right. I just think something's going to happen with I that. I can't believe they're still talking about how he probably won't work in the NFL next year. No one's given this fucking guy a chance to play in the NFL. And when they did, the one the one season they did was in Denver, and he led them to the playoffs. Like I, I'm not like, look, I'm not a religious guy. I don't care about religion. 
I don't give a shit about his personal, but I'm also not a rapist or like a drug addict or like a, a, a gun nut. And that's all the other kind of people that are also in the NFL. Right. You're not two of those three, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying drug addict? Because I no, hope so. I would saying. rather be a drug addict than a rapist or a gun nut. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, because everybody dogs him, and it, he said, "We can't play. You can't be a, you know, a, you just a, won't work c- out. Yeah, you won't. You can't be a college player." And then he wins every award, and yeah. you, you can't make it in the NFL. And then he, he gets dies. drafted, and he does. And now they're telling him, "They're like, if you want to hang out and be a running back or be a tight end, we'll put you to work." It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, one in a million players make it to the NFL, and of those one, like, um. I can't imagine the percentage that are quarterbacks, but it's pretty tiny. And this fucking guy can play in the NFL. He's big. He's fast. He can do it. You know what the answer is? He needs more Twitter followers. I think that's when they're going to take him seriously. Guys, you know what? Follow Friday. Guys, yeah. Follow Friday Tim Tebow this week, guys. He needs. That's my biggest pet peeve when some asshole follow Friday somebody with a billion followers. Follow Friday Dane Cook. I'm like, oh, really? This guy doesn't have enough fucking followers? I need to. Oh, you're right. He's going to know if I join in. Like, hey, what? It's follow Friday people that need followers follow or that Friday want followers. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I, I do follow this uh, Jesus with Issues Twitter feed. It's always funny, and it's always like, uh, it's always shit like, you know, oh, you don't like gay people? Glory. And it's like, oh, he always says glory after everything. It's fucking... <laughs> I like when the people have Twitter, uh, and they just pick up on random words. Like, was it fart mm. monster, fart F- machine? Dude, or- fart, <laughs> it was like fart bot. When I first... When I first got on Twitter, I would tweet about pooping and farting all the time because I literally tweeted from the toilet and was like, "Hey, I'm pooping and farting," oh. and uh, the slice of life, yeah, <laughs> just you know, Americana, and uh, and then uh, that fart bot was following me, and like then I noticed they would just retweet anything with the word fart, fart in it, like uh, so I was like, oh. "Hey, I eat farts," and he boop, boop, retweeted by fart bot. And you're like, "Okay, wow," and you were hoping that they saw something in you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a deal. Give me a Twitter deal. That's how things are done now. Yeah. Oh, you have yeah. a million followers? Yeah. Let's, let's make a show out of that. So uh, I tweet lame. fart jokes. I, we'll call I, the show Fart Jokes. I like, got mad when I idea. realized you could buy followers. You uh, can? I got yeah. fucking real mad when I found out. There was this girl who I, I, I'm not even going to say her name because I don't know her that well, <laughs> but I've seen her perform one time. Mm-hmm. She's okay, maybe. Uh-huh. I look at her Twitter feed. She has yeah. 25,000 Twitter followers. Yeah. And I'm like, either yeah. you suck a crazy amount of dick or you are doing something I don't know about. Yes. Like you're, it's you called, write for SNL. You write, like, right. Yeah. It's, ter- it's all about networking, John. No, it's not. Because someone questioned her and card. she goes, oh, well, only like 800 of those are real. Yeah. And I was like, what? Well, because I, I did a show in, in, in Vegas and met this guy and he had probably over 100,000 followers. And he goes, hey, fu- my, my boy Sean Halpin's funny. Follow him. I didn't get one. Yeah. Like, there's got to be one person like, oh, okay, of 100,000 people, one person Not would go, one okay, I can person. follow that guy. <laughs> That's it. So you know it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, well, I, it's, just, it's just like the focus groups. It has absolutely no statistical meaning. But it's just something that people who don't people execs who who don't know anything. Not that all execs don't know anything, but <laughs> execs who don't know anything can count. Give me something I can count because yeah. I'm lost. Yeah, you know, and yeah. make this make because this a because I can't systematic. imagine I can't imagine the script you're pitching me, or I can't imagine this funny idea you have. But if oh, but if twenty thousand people yeah, love right. your poop jokes, right? Well, then by all <laughs> means, come to our network and fucking let's make a show. Like I could go on forever, yeah. but when you said all like not all execs are, I'm like. Bah! 
<laughs> Pretty much all of them are fucking idiots, and that's going to probably ruin everything I've worked for up this to this point. Oh, but, just delete that part. Yeah, okay. We, we've never once edited that. we always like, we'll edit that out. We've never edited anything out. <laughs> it all comes back to comedy bitterness. You guys can <clears throat> try to talk about Tebow's athleticism. Oh, is, your, is that your... And it's, what's that? Is that empty? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you thought you got some Mountain Dew on your leather couch. Yeah, somebody thought I spilled yeah. on their, no, okay. yeah. <laughs> their Eddie Bauer couch over there. <laughs> oh, are we gonna are we gonna talk about the couch? Well, I would just because Melissa says she's wearing fake leather pants. I am. Um, I Sean entered, like Sean had this was seeing this girl long ago and um and I and he she had a friend and we they were at the comedy store one night and I started talking to the friend and I was like oh you're cute you know like you know. Like, I would lay on top of you, whatever. Sorry, and um, conversation. What? Yeah, I, but I didn't say it like that. Oh, oh, okay. It wasn't that crass. It came out, yeah, <laughs> cute. You guys like farts? And then they left. But no, so uh, we went out like a couple times, and I think I went to her place, and then she came here, and she was like a crazy vegan. Like, oh. she was vegan because she felt all animals are mistreated. She fucking hates leather and fur. Like, and I mean, like she works at an a barnyard rescue place. Like she like adopts goats and shit. Like she's crazy. So not crazy. I mean, it's good. What she she does good positive work. I'm not bashing that yeah. by any means. But um, she came over here and she was like, "Is this cut leather?" Like was immediately upset. And I go, I go. Do I look like I can afford a leather couch? <laughs> it's clearly, and I have no idea. I got this couch from Jay Larson. Uh, he sold it to me for like two hundred bucks or something like that when he was moving the first time. Yeah. So I went and got it. I was like, it, I'm six five. I can lay down on this thing right. sort of comfortably, which is rare for a tall person. And I was like, no, I can't afford a leather couch. And she, no lie, she like started smell like no. got, she got no. real close like. And you're like, uh, that's A1 sauce. You're I, <laughs> no, but she goes, she goes, okay, okay. She like, it, it passed the test. So I don't, I she guess it's, pro- it's, it's probably Let's not, it it's probably not leather because she smelled it and didn't. And then we fooled around on it. So you guys have that going for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> ah, this is yeah. not the kind of leather that wipes off cleanly either. <laughs> yeah. This is that bomber jacket leather that just soaks it right up. It gets all the stains in there. <laughs> Wow! It's, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have that seal that went right when you put right. it. It just beads up. Jeez, <laughs> gross. Ugh. Yeah, those those kind of people. I I don't know if you ever in reading philosophy read about whoever those uh, monks were who believed in leaving no footprint whatsoever. Like they they would worry about stepping on grass for the blades of grass they killed. They would only eat fruit that had already fallen off of the tree and landed on the ground. Wow! It's like they were they were so tiptoeing around destroying any kind of life. That uh, I, you know, I that never, they wipe themselves out. Yeah, almost, you know almost I mean? certainly. And and uh, yeah, I mean, this you know, even if she's not eating animals, I mean, the destruction that she's wreaking just by living in the United States, right? You know, yeah. if you had any, if you had yeah. any idea, like, yeah. kind of what your footprint is in terms of the stuff that you buy that's made of plastic or or, or yeah. whatever it is, or just driving your petroleum car, yeah, that goes driving your it. car down yeah. the street. Right. Right. How many birds you're like? <laughs> Well, uh, but I, you know, yeah. birds cough. <laughs> birds cough. <laughs> I'm gonna fly away now. Um, but yeah, that's like when people, like, who have like eight kids, are like, "Hey, you better oh. recycle." I'm like, "You better stop fucking having yes. kids. You're the one. like the carbon footprint you leave by having one child is massive. Yeah, you have fucking more than one. You're just being a dick." And I'm not saying you can't have more than one kid. Obviously, my parents have more than one kid. Sean's parents have more than one. But kid. But you can't complain if you have eight yeah. kids. Yeah, but you can't. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're done. You can't complain at all uh, if you have 
any kids, really. You're like, well, this is what I've done. This is the life I've chosen. And good for you. And in my opinion, like, I, like I'm, I'm, I, I'm, like, I'm environmental. Like, I recycle. I went to an environmental college. I care about the earth. I that care means about, a hippie school. I you yeah, went to a hippie school. Yeah, it means I smoked dope in the grass and played guitar to people who didn't want to hear it. You guys um, both have beards that, that draw particulate out of the air. Yeah, well, yeah, this absorbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This They're absorbs. called filters. That's what we call them. We had these designed by a specific manufacturer. These aren't our real beards. But, uh, but, but there's a point where you have to just let it go. Like the earth was here long before us, and it will figure out how to be here long after us. So you can recycle all you want, but eventually the earth is going to go, get the fuck out of here. Like, Obviously, it was pissed at the dinosaurs, and it wasn't because of recycling, or they were fucking, oh, your dinosaur poo is too big for the earth. It's like, <laughs> they just got wiped out, and that's what's going to happen to us, and it's not going to have anything to do with, <clears throat> it. you know, you recycle because you want to, you want the natural resources to last longer because you plan on having a family, and that family will have a family, and that family will have a family. <clears throat> right? Right. Is that the platform that you're running under? Uh, vote for John Huck for the Green Party. Um, what, what am I running for, <laughs> no, though? I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, and we yeah, they talk about the carbon footprint of sports stadiums. Yeah, oh no, ahead. they do it's, though. But I mean, yeah. but but it's, think about it. Th- some of the things that I like, <laughs> I like NASCAR. I like golf. You know what I mean? Those things are like environmentalists are like these are terrible things for the environment. Like I always laugh about how high gas prices can get, but there will always be a fucking race. Oh, on dude, Sunday. yeah, yes. it's and the amount of fuel it's that's funny. wasted. Drag, racing, drag races, know, tractor auto- pulls, NASCAR <laughs> sprint nationwide. It's all Monster it. Truck. Yeah, it all uses a ton of gas and fuel, and we're all like, hey, hey woo. <laughs> Recycle. Like, come on. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, but that was the seven belt talking about NASCAR. Uh, Jeremy Clements is a uh, Sprint Cup, or not Sprint Cup, nationwide driver. He's being reinstated after a two week suspension for saying the N word in an interview. What? Yeah, he said NASCAR. <laughs> No, what? no, yeah, he. Uh, Except there was extra G or two in it. <laughs> oh, I said it was NASCAR. <clears throat> I think you said it wrong. <clears throat> I don't think there's an I. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I, I just I I find it it's it's to me it's kind of hard. Like I'm I'm almost shocked that obviously if it slips out in an interview, it's a word that you yeah. use on a regular basis. Like right. if I said a job interview. <laughs> Uh, and Sean's that was, had that a couple times. Whoa. <laughs> How do you feel about working here at uh, The Gap? I well, I'll tell you what I don't like. <laughs> didn't, I didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't get the PA at the BET Awards that year. You all don't sell saggy pants. That's what I like about The Gap. <laughs> Everything fits right snug around the waist. No drooping. And you cut the tags off when you buy it. Uh, yeah, I just if, if if it slips out in an interview, like I've said fuck on the radio or shit, you know, because that's how I talk, so it'll come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've never accidentally gone, ooh, oops, uh, and then said it and been like, oh, yeah, sorry, that is a slip up. You almost said it, John. No, I would. <laughs> no. I, I, I can't. And, and, and I also, I love it when, because I just saw this, like a white comic using the word, but like it, trying to desensitize, like. Guys, it's okay to say it. It's it, it, it's so. I mean, it's just ridiculous to me. Just leave it alone. It's it's a it's gross. Like Louis did it okay. I think, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? Oh <laughs> yeah, but that Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is kind of a cut above everything else. Right. Yeah. I'm talking like 
a low-level guy who's like, hey, if I say it, people think I'm crazy, like Louie or Stanhope. And it's like, <clears throat> guess who you're not? Right, yeah. You're not making a billion dollars selling your CD for $5 on uh, Netflix or whatever CK did and like <laughs> raked it in. Do you know what's funny is I host karaoke at Barney's, and people always want to sing that Jay-Z, Kanye West right. song. And so people come up and they request it, but they'll be like, hey, do you have two black guys in Paris? To inward in Paris, like no one wants to say the inward. Do you know what song I'm talking right, about? Right, right. Yeah, it's called N words in Paris, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But I, I only know it because some weirdo on a subway was singing it, and everyone's like, "There's a YouTube video." It's I, like a famous song, but yeah. it's called. But you say that, but famous yeah. to where? Like not oh. the radio stations I listen to. But oh, is but is but is there a uh, radio like uh, version? Because how would a DJ? Say, yeah, that was Kanye and Jay-Z with, we're going to go to commercial with Next Door Neighbor. They never mention it. They never mention it on radio. But they play it on the radio? Yeah. And they just bleep it out? Yeah. Right. But white people never know how to request it. That's why they shouldn't. You should not. White people should. That's a good indicator. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't Um, know how to say the title of the song without being sound sound like a racist or being offensive, don't request the song. Like, I think. Is that the only. Yeah. Do you have two African Americans in Paris? And then they're going to sing it like that? Like, I mean, I don't know how the song goes, but I'm guessing African Americans in Paris is way too long. Uh, sorry, I derailed us. No, no. Not, you talk, this whole thing is a train wreck. Who cares? It doesn't okay. matter. Is that one where they have to look, look around and then tell you? Yeah. Hey, can I request? Uh, no, you can't. Yeah. You have to look around that long. You can't request anything. Get the hell out of here. You know here. the listeners didn't know what you were doing. Right I was looking there, so. around okay. as if okay. looking for a black person, as if I was going to say. John was looking around right there. <laughs> Sean will talk about me in my natural habitat. Yeah, maybe uh, you, requesting that song is kind of taking the temperature to see if you can tell a racist joke. Right. You know, right. Yeah. You request the song, and then if the if the KJ's okay with it, then you're like, hey, uh, by the way, uh, have you heard this one? <laughs> First of all, I would like to I would like to point out that you said KJ, which I find you're you're really respecting yes. yeah, the, the art form there. Karaoke jockey. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> okay, like you're that. very Respect. serious about it as well. Yes. Are you on the one? I can't two? tell if you're kidding. Are you? I'm dead serious. Okay, and no, yet you're not no. really okay. <laughs> Are you on the ones and twos or the one? Like, do you have CDs or do you have? Oh, dude, I got a hard drive. So what are the ones and twos? Yo, oh, man. My name is Come getting on. my name is getting out there for karaoke. Really? People are coming. Yeah. I did the Jonas Brothers rap party. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Do you know there's a bonus Jonas? There is another Jonas brother. Is this like one of the, the Marx brother nobody knows about? Or yeah. Ted Healy with the Stooges? I heard it was Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty is yes. the other Jonas. He's yes, the, the Jonas, Jonas uncle. <laughs> Guys, get together for the Jonas uncles. Yeah. My back hurts. Shut up. <laughs> my neck, my back hurts. <laughs> Have you heard the one about, uh-oh, they're racist. What, uh, can you talk about it? The uh, Jonas? No, there's some gigs I do that are like top secret. And did you have to sign what, a confidentiality agreement? Mm-hmm. I did. I did a gig. I'm like, it's top secret. I and did here's a gig what happened. <laughs> some guy that was on, um, in the Godfather movies and it was so... It was like in Bel Air, and it was in his backyard, and they just sang Frank Sinatra and had meatballs, and it was so ridiculous. Meatballs, the movie, was playing on a big big screen. Just Bill Murray running laps in the woods. Spaz, 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 spaz. And they wouldn't let me go home. They wouldn't let me go home all night. What is that? What is it, like Like by gunpoint? You're never going home. Yeah, you're going to stay here. We're going to make you a karaoke offer. You can't refuse. Yes. They, they went and they like had me in a headlock. Thank you. That was my Don Corleone. That was very right. good. 
Someday you're going to come to me for a favor. But that is today. That was my Don Cornelius. That's really good. My, that's my Don Cornelius. Soul Train, motherfuckers! It's all going to be a stone gas. Wow. Soul Train. And that is Don Cornelius, everybody. He nice. stopped in for two seconds from the grave. Hologram. <laughs> Hologram. Hologram Cornelius. Yeah. Oh, there's an interesting... Because of the, you saw the Tupac hologram at uh, Coachella. Yeah, sure. If you... I mean... Because other bands are talking about doing that, right? Like TLC wants to go on tour with Left Eye as a hologram. Oh, that's, that's terrible. <clears throat> Queen. Queen. Freddie Mercury, really? Queen was, really? Queen was talking about doing one. I think you do uh, one song, maybe. I would see that. I mean, I wouldn't want to see a whole concert of a fucking hologram. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's playback. It's, it is. You know, it's playback. Yeah. But if there was, would you like go, if someone was like, hey, there's a hologram of Richard Pryor performing. Yeah. I mean, it would be weird, right? What, what year? The, yeah, the whole idea. <laughs> yeah, what year? How coked up? What's happening? Yeah, the whole idea is that you're seeing some kind of, you're, it's a, like a theatrical shared live experience. You know, and yeah. how is it any different than going to a movie then? It's not, yeah, yeah you might as well go see, yeah, Up and Smoke or uh, on, or, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Live from the Sunset Strip or yeah. in the theater. Just you know. Unless you Barney's. want to see Cheech and Chong. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, you know you they're still that. smoking. Is, oh, that's also Cheech and Chong. What's, yeah. isn't there Chong's one? a hologram, too. <laughs> and, uh, but he's been one for a long time. Right, right. He was one before he went to prison. He was a hologram. <laughs> hey, man, what I'm not a hologram. <laughs> hey, man, I'm real. <laughs> when did you get out of jail? <laughs> what if it's like one of those things that, you know, use this for good, not evil? What if, you know, they had that technology and the worst people used it? What do you mean? Like, oh, like, like the like kind of the Cheech and Chong thing or whatever. Which I mean, it would be good anyway. Well, if there's but. like a Hitler hologram, <laughs> <laughs> like, someone nailed it. You guys going to I see was... Hitler and Mussolini give those speeches tonight? It's fucking hologram town. It's awesome. It's just educational, man. It's yeah. just educational stuff. It's edu- I'm not into it, but I did wear the armband. Is that going <laughs> to yeah. be a problem? It's entertainment, man. It's just you know, it's just like Rocky Horror. Everybody's like Highland, and you know, just like, it's crazy. It's, it's like you're participating in history. When something has, when someone has torches. to sell you something on something really shitty, yeah, man, it's cool. It's like Hitler, but he's like funny, you know. <laughs> he's like Hitler, but he's funny. He's got a puppet. Everybody likes puppets. It's great. He's got a trunk of props. People don't whole... understand the irony of his speeches, man. You know the ironic humor. What he was saying. How he didn't like Jews. I mean, it's ironic. He was I just an edgy so. comic at the end of the day. <laughs> It's the same thing as that open micer saying the N-word. It's just Hitler. Dude, you know how many Twitter followers he would have? <laughs> I don't know. Right. These angry German tweets. <laughs> with... Just trying to incite riots. Just fucking... That would be funny if Hitler... I'm sure... There's got to be somebody there's on there who's like, be. at Hitler, right? I mean... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying follow Just this person. Signed up for it. Yeah. <laughs> follow me tomorrow at, at, at Hitler. That would be also, a, that'd be a tough follow button to hit. Right. right you're on. like, uh, uh, like I can. You can follow at Satan. You can follow at Jesus. You can follow at. You can even go at Mussolini if you wanted to yeah. and be like less. He's still like you. Could, uh, Popot. You could do like Kim Jong Il. You could do all these people. And then and then what then if? You, it, what if it was new and you scrolled on there? And it's like one person. <laughs> like I know that guy. <laughs> or what if it was like Alex Trebek? You got on there and then you saw like his last tweet was from like 1944. <clears throat> wow! <laughs> it's real, everybody. <clears throat> oh, All right. Sorry, I got the I got the uh, I had too much Diet Coke today and it dries my throat out. Mm. Should we talk maybe some more karaoke nightmares? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, there's yes. so many. Absolutely. That'll be we, a whole, we're doing a whole segment on karaoke Okay. Now. Can we sing Summer Lovin' together? No. Shut yes. up. <laughs> karaoke, everybody. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story real quick. You know the comic Andy Cozell? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So he came in with this friend. Andy Cozell, by the way, guys, if you don't know him, look him up. He's very funny. So funny. Yeah. His Twitter is really funny, too. He, his Twitter. His, I, I make fun of him, though, because he's like, hey, check out this Pandora station. <clears throat> I go to it because I'm like, oh, I know Andy. I like Andy. I'll yeah. check out his. It's like it's like 8 in the morning. I'm like, fuck this guy. Still up from the night before, like dancing in this apartment with no shirt on. Like, fuck your Pandora, you idiot. Uh, he came into karaoke like um, a month ago with his friend, and his friend was singing, and this woman came up. Like, she was like 45, had glasses. Gross. And, yeah, <laughs> totally. Over the hill in this town. Was wearing this leopard like cardigan as she went up and just grabbed this guy's dick yellow and he was like uh you're gonna have to restart my song because this woman is grabbing my junk that's what he's a that's what he's concerned that's he's worried about getting the karaoke off yes and so i thought they were in cahoots and i was like dude you know her you're just trying to sing more songs he's like no i don't know her and so i go get the manager and the freaking bouncer and they try to get this woman out and she won't stop like grabbing this his dick when he's singing it's just like, restart my song. I use that same excuse to try to get out of school when I was a kid. <laughs> Grab, grabbing teachers' dicks? <laughs> or you're saying people are grabbing your dick. That's what I would say. I'm sorry, go no, ahead. And so they try to grab her, and she's just running around the bar with another microphone, and no one can catch her. What, is she and greased so, up and slippery? Like What, what, yes, what yes. night is she coming back? Yeah. Well, here's where it gets weirder. <laughs> is so they finally catch her and kick her out, and then I get there next week, and she's back. And I'm like, dude. That's the dick grabber. Why is she back? And they're like, do you know who that is? And I was like, no. They're like, that's Stephanie Cheney. That's Dick Cheney's niece. Mm. And she spends a lot of money here so she can grab dicks. Wow. Wow. The guy that invented 9-11's niece is a dick grabber at karaoke. Wow. If you want to see her live in person, she's usually wearing pajamas. I don't really. I... She will grab your dick. <laughs> well, then maybe uh, I we're do. Going road trip, guys. A road trip to Pasadena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to get fun. <laughs> it's West Hollywood. It's Ten minutes away. I just away. love oh. the, that. Oh, you're right. The commitment to that character, though. I mean, to you know, to to be that age and to wear the leopard print and to grab dicks. Yeah. Pub, you know, obviously just, uh... with no fear of like. Like she must walk around and go, "I'm Dick Cheney's niece." Fuck you guys. Like, yeah. How else would those dudes know that? Oh, but yeah, because of her ID, and, and she spends lots of money. It says that on her ID. Yeah. I'm Dick Cheney's fucking <laughs> It doesn't even it's say long, her real name. Yeah. It's just Dick Cheney's niece. And she wears pajamas. Well, she's com- comfortable, I guess. Pajamas like, to the bar. That's so, like, Wisconsin in the like, yeah. in the summer. Like, oh, Crocs. PJs. <laughs> Crocs. Yeah, you either got to be, like, a, a 19-year-old college student or a 45-year-old trailer park inhabitant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to wear the... I pajamas. like how you, you classed that up. You said inhabitant. inhabitant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a trailer park. Denison. Like, trailer park piece of yeah, shit. I've I was, heard with, trash. You. I was heard. with you up to trailer park, and then you just went somewhere you used else. used a big word on Sean. <laughs> Sean don't like them big words. Makes him think you think you're smarter than he is. What are you going to tell me? You, you fucking read a book? <laughs> he already told us that three oh, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And he, I, I know. We pointed out that we didn't read that book. But I am a reader. I would like to just say. Wait. <laughs> can I plug a book? Have you guys read Pat's nope. book? We no. don't plug books on the I show. I should have brought my book. I can't believe I didn't bring it. Pat wrote a book. What? And it's with in a, bookstores. With a pencil? <laughs> um, what, what's the book called? It's called The Brain Eater's Bible. And it's a Barnes it's, uh, and Noble yeah, it's a it's a it's a book by a zombie for zombies, and uh, oh it came God. out. Uh, actually, I self published it two years ago, and then it came out in bookstores a year ago. And 
And it's yeah, from the point of view of a guy who wakes up in a drainage ditch and he can't feel his body and he has no memory of who he is and he staggers over to a strip mall to get medical attention and the first guy that comes up to him to help him, he just smashes his head open on a parking block and eats his brain. And, uh, it, and you know, there, there are excerpts from his journal where he's talking about these, these conflicted feelings that he has about what he's becoming. And, uh, and then there's kind of scientific parts of it that explain, you know, the zombie anatomy, how you become a zombie, what parts of the brain are most nutritious to eat, uh, strategies for killing and eating people. And I kind of, fucking uh, love it, dude. So I good. love it. Is it funny or is it? Yeah. Is yeah. it- yeah, it's uh, dark humor. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a. It's. I, I think I consider it a legitimate work of science fiction horror. You know, but it has gallows humor in it. You know. The yeah, guy. but is is it written like like the the zombies writing it? Like his yeah. thoughts. And, yeah, and, it's all it's all it full breaks. color. Like it's um his, his journal pages and then uh, a scrapbook. You know, stuff pasted in. I love books and, like that. Oh yeah, those, those, that's great, man. It's I didn't, so good. I feel like so, an asshole for not researching you guys a little more and figuring that out. But. I like her promotion. She's like, is it Barnes & Noble? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Which is like closing down left and right, and I can't find one that's yeah, open. That's and every right. time I go to a bookstore, they never have fucking anything I'm looking for. So. They're yeah. only at Borders. His <clears throat> books are only at Borders. Yeah. Just kidding. That's all. If you go to Barnes and Noble, the whole place will be cleaned out and except a pile of my books are in the middle of it. You can peek in the window and see them in there oh, on the there floor. Look at that. Look, look at those books in there. It's all they. The only thing they wouldn't bring with them when they closed that the was store it. down. They took everything so, else. But now, would you, what prompted you to write a book like that? Are you? Are you? Because you did the alien thing too. So are you horror sci-fi guy? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know it. I mean, I, I was always fascinated with the zombie genre. I'd, I had a lot of zombie nightmares, you know. Like really, when, when I was having anxiety, you, you have the stand-up nightmares, you know, where it's like you're on and yeah. you, you have no jokes oh, in your mind. Yeah, I had a, I'm not. And a, I'm not. Uh, yeah, and, and when I'm feeling overwhelmed in my life, I'll, I'll have zombie nightmares where it's just there's zombies everywhere and there's no safe place to go. So, yeah. and so it was in my psyche somewhere. already. Yeah, and uh, you know what's funny is after I wrote this book about this. Zombie who murders and eats people. It's dog outside. Guys. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> here, that's fucking so annoying. Sorry. Yeah. The zombies are coming. It's all, <laughs> it's all part of the neighborhood. Um, yeah, after I started writing and speaking from the point of view of this zombie, uh, I started having nightmares where I was the zombie and SWAT was everywhere. You know, so, oh, so it's wow. like I thought, well, this will be cathartic. It'll be therapeutic. You know, I'll, I'll become a zombie. You know, way, and, and that, somehow, exercising all the demons yeah, that, and then the stress just shows up in reverse. You know, in, <coughs> that's in, crazy. In, yeah, it, yeah, it is. But so are you? I mean, have you? <clears throat> so you've always like not so like Night of the Living Dead, and mm. uh, do you watch Walking Dead? Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I didn't see the last episode. No, but, I'm too. Yeah. I'm too behind or three behind. But it's so. Do you guys watch good. Face Off? No, nobody watches with John Travolta. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, yeah, with John Travolta and Christian Slater. That oh, oh the episode on, Face sci- on Sci-Fi. There's a show called Face Off where they have oh, they do prosthetic makeups, yeah, yeah, yeah. artists, and they have to do it with like yeah. two or three days. Yeah, I fucking love that show. But oh. they just had a, a like a kind of zombie episode. So nice. Yeah. Wait, do you know that Pat? I'm, I'm here. There's I'm more. <laughs> um, Pat was in a zombie movie. Yeah. I, well, that, that's kind of how I thought of it. I, I was in Day of the Dead. Oh, uh, which was it was the remake of the Romero version and uh, uh, came out only on DVD. I, I was proud of it though. I, I thought it was it was pretty well done. And and um, yeah, I played a zombie in that movie. I played like the the leader, this the intelligent leader of the zombies. This uh, guy in a lab coat who kind of was organizing the zombies and and I got to twist people's heads off. Oh, and, fucking and get, awesome! Run down the hallway and get shot to pieces with uh, machine guns and stuff. And, oh. and uh, yeah, while we're in the makeup trailer, 
I was just sticking around, I like doing behind the scenes stuff. Well, here we are uh, behind the scenes of Day of the Dead. You know, I'm, I'm covered with this. Yeah. There's just not a human Goop, piece yeah. of skin left on me. Yeah, this is where all the magic happens here in the makeup trailer. You know, and um, yeah, I just started uh, like cribs kind of for playing zombies. with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, from there I kind of created this character, and, and I actually had a makeup made for this zombie author character. And so there, there, there are pictures of. of I was going to say, is the, is the, the book makeup. jacket like? Is is it a picture of you on the back, like yeah. the author? And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm on the that, fr- I'm on the front cover, and then there's one of those author pictures on the inside. Yeah, he's holding, he's holding the cat. Yeah, I've got an, I, yeah, I, I got an axe actually, but yeah, we, we thought of that. And I thought that'd be too cheeky. Yeah. That's well, fucking well, great. Uh, so where, like Barnes and Noble, but where any where online or your yeah, website? Yeah, it's or, on Amazon and uh, uh, yeah. Barnes and Noble, and the Kindle version, I guess, comes out in a year, or just, I think, oh. which is weird, you know. But it won't be out till 2014. I'm just picturing a guy right now, like going through the book and typing, like retyping it onto whatever the Kindle program is. Like, okay, yeah, okay, turn okay. the page. Like, hey, this is like that. That's why it takes so long. This guy's got to interpret all these books onto the Kindle. Wait, okay, last thing, and then I'm gonna stop telling you to. I'm your promoter, because um, after he created that character, he did a huge, like, five thousand person plus zombie walk Ooh. in Nebraska. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just kind of the grand marshal of this uh, this zombie walk in in Lincoln, Nebraska. And nice. It was, it was, yeah, it was fun. I I uh, I I have a PowerPoint presentation of the book <laughs> oh, okay. that I do. Awesome. And usually, and I'll do it at colleges and stuff. And usually, I'll just do it in a bloody lab coat and present it from the human point of view because it's too expensive to do the makeup and everything. Yeah, but, every time. But at, at this Lincoln Zombie Fest, um, I was in full makeup giving this talk to people in zombie makeup. And, <laughs> and it, you know, I've got slides of the human brain and here child brains. You can't eat them because they're not ripe yet. And, and uh, uh, it was really cool and surreal. See zombies nice. taking notes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, can't eat, ba- can eat baby I brains. A, I have a question. Um, well, do 10 baby brains equal a, he- a regular human brain? No? Okay. That's funny, man. Do you, do you know who uh, Max Brooks is? Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you know him? Uh, no, I never met him. Okay, I've just you know read his book and seen stuff online. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm a huge. I love zombies. I love the whole genre. I think that it's fantastic, and there's some of my favorite uh, horror type movies. Uh, I did a. I worked on a show called Proving Ground for G4 Network. Okay, and uh, Ryan Dunn and Jessica Chobot were the hosts. And um, one of the episodes, like one of the things, like I was just a writer on there, but we would write. The idea behind the show was to do things like pop culture things, like video games or something you saw in a movie in real life, to see if it could be done. Oh right, okay. So like, can we make a real Spider-Man? Can we really do the Star Wars Force stuff? Like, so one of the episodes, I was like, we should do a zombie, you know, a zombie episode, and I wrote this whole. Basically, they like you know, uh, five of you guys, five of these people were zombies, five of them were humans. The humans would wear bacon shirts. And like meat hats, so that would be like what they would bite into if they got caught. And uh, it was just we to when as I was writing it, I found Max Brooks online about like he's, he writes a book about what to do in case of the zombie apocalypse. Sure. So I had this production coordinator. I go, hey, give this guy a call, man. Tell him what we're doing and see if he wants to be involved at all. You know. So my buddy calls him and he's like, yeah, we got this and we're gonna do bacon shirts and some meat hats or whatever. And he just flipped out on this guy and was like you guys are fucking idiots first of all that's not anything to do with zombies like he got mad like that's like stray dogs well he was i mean it was really like legit like i mean you love the the genre are you necessarily worried about zombies coming back 
Oh, no, not at all. Okay, no. yeah. I think he is for real, though. Like, I think he's very serious Gosh, about it. I don't know. I mean, if, if you look online at, at the talks he does at colleges and stuff, it, I mean, it's, it's funny. You know, I mean, he does jokes and stuff. So, okay. Yeah, so it's not like he's... Because uh, he, he came off as a crack, like came off as a crackpot. I was like, "Why are you so mad, dude? Like, we're just trying to have fun with right. the, the idea." Like, yeah, I mean, the, the whole idea of it, I think, is is it's the the whole zombie survival guide is dry humor. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's uh, you know, it, it reads as a real survival manual. The the language and stuff that he uses, but you know, the the subject matter is obviously absurd in a lot of ways, and um. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's strange. You, I, I don't know. I don't know how I could get mad. Let's call. Yeah. Him, let's call him up right now. <laughs> no, prank call. Prank call. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I thought it was weird though. But anyway, I was really proud of that. They almost didn't air that episode because. Uh, did they actually make bacon suits? Yeah, the art department made these bacon shirts and like all this. And they, fuck. they fried up the bacon. Yeah, and yeah. Well, and they they they, 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 they wove it together and then fried it. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was it was legit. They made some really. The art department on that show was. Fucking awesome! They were awesome. They're wow. in a, those jackets are in a Wendy's museum right now. Yeah, next to a. Bacon or they're egg selling egg. them at like Denny's. And yeah, come and get they, a Denny's jacket. And in the <laughs> Grand Slam, it's on the menu now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, two two bacon pa- jacket. Two bacon jackets. <laughs> is that your bacon jacket? No, this is my pancake sweater. Don't worry about it. It's winter, moron. You gotta have a pancake sweater. <laughs> yeah, don't Stupid. be. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> don't wear your bacon jacket outside, asshole. <laughs> but they. But in that episode. So for for proving ground, we had uh, Ryan coming out of the ground like a zombie, and then the network because Ryan died in a car accident like right after the show premiered. Oh, that's terrible. And then uh, and they didn't. The network was like, I don't think we can show this one. Yeah. And everyone was like, just fucking wait six months and show it. He would have wanted it. like he was yeah. he was funny and really creative and very nice guy. So yeah, they ended up airing it, I guess. But there was never going to be a season two because he was the only guy that could really host that show. I think. Yeah, it's it's funny they they uh, keep trying to do shows like that, especially on the the nonfiction networks. Yeah, and uh, wow, you the host has to be good. Yeah, I mean, oh you yeah, cannot yeah. mess around. You know, and they they get these people that on paper look like they'd be a great host. Yeah, this guy was a he was a former Navy SEAL and he was this and that and. You know, and and uh, there's just no magic. There's no connection. There's no, no charisma. Put a camera on and that it, guy, and he just yeah. like, like, all right, you're terrible. Like, yeah, because there's is, a yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and I, I remember that. You remember that old show Wild On with Brooke Burke? Remember? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, they they tried to have Tara Reid hosted oh, for a little while. They brought in three or four girls, I think, after her. And and, and Brooke Burke, when she's on that, you think, ah, oh, she's some pretty girl in a bikini. Of course, you know, she gets the gig. right. No, she was apparently really good because you, you see how bad every single person right. after the, yeah, her Yeah, the follow-up fails. was just like sloppy, <laughs> drunk bitches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all I got to do is flash a nipple. I got a show. Like, no, you're wrong. It's I, got, a, I got show. I have a show. I said a show. I thought it was, it was uh, uh, you know, I don't want to take a shot at any fellow comedian, but like with the man show, you know, with uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla, they had kind of lightning in a bottle. And they thought they could just take two guys, guys, and, and put them in their places. And no, I mean, it, you know, it got weird. It got dark. Well, and it, they picked Joe Rogan and Doug fucking Stanhope. Yeah, yeah it got weird and dark. I mean, yeah. but and that was the that was the series. That was the uh, season I worked on. Was the very last season. No, no kidding. Way. Yeah, and and I and I love like as comedians. I think both right. Joe and Doug are totally. fucking yeah. some yeah. of the 100%. two two of the best. There. But like even Doug was like everything he wrote. 
they would cut his balls off on it. Like, nah, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like, Joe would have an idea. Like, nah, you can't do this. Like, the amount of talent on that last season, like, Tom Giannis was directing, and he'd worked with, like, Farley at Second City, and, like, we had uh, Bonnie McFarlane was uh, writing on it, Brian Posehn, like, wow. um, all these people, wow. all these, like, uh, like the, the, the writer's room was this talented group of fuckers. Yeah. And then the EPs, <laughs> you know, yeah. were EPs. You, you know what, though? I, I think that with a show like that, it's such a fine line because it's so, you know, obviously you're objectifying women and kind of doing a caricature of, of uh, man culture. <laughs> and if you go too far, it becomes creepy. Right? Yep. You know, so yeah. there, if, if there isn't a spirit of kind of playfulness in there, you just can't do it. And, and I think that's the same mistake, uh, you know, we were talking about use of the N-word. If you don't have exactly the right alchemy, you know, to say that on yeah. stage, yeah. then you, you know, you can't do it and it's a huge problem. Yeah. It's that razor's you, edge. You why know? do you need batteries? Uh, I don't think that's what alchemy means. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said al- alchemy with batteries. <laughs> Wait, I have a, a story. Like I Alkaline. Oh. I have these two pictures. Never alchemy. I was uh, doing Go Bananas. I, actually, I was featuring for Jim Florentine and and uh, Doug Stanhope was doing Go Bananas. And so we went there one night and this huge bar fight broke out wow. at the bar next door to Go Bananas. These guys were fighting. Was in Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Yeah. And uh, these guys were fighting. And so Doug and Jim were trying to help break it up. And then they're like, oh, shit, it's the guy from the man show. And so they stopped and they were like taking pictures with them. And then one guy was like. Dude, it's the guy that fucked up the man show. And then they started fighting again, even worse. That is hilarious. And I have pictures of it. And the That's person hilarious. who yelled at yeah. was Stanhope. Well, yeah, yeah. probably. Because they, he knew, like, he would have to, like, when he was doing stand-up around that time, he would be like, look, if you're here because you saw me on TV, get the fuck out because this is not going to be the man show. All right? Yeah. And people would be like, what is he talking? This is so rude. Like, this isn't yeah. him drinking. And, like, and you're right. Jimmy and Adam had a very playful... Like, hey, all right, smiles and, yeah. you know, self-deprecation. And, and Joe and Doug just are two very, very different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have been I, in the, like, the pitch meetings, you know, that, where Doug's trying to explain an idea but get them. But come on. Okay, it's two nuns. <laughs> <laughs> but they're nuns. Dude, Doug, Doug was – that was like where I – like I've, I was a huge fan of his before that show. And I took the job because I heard those two guys were the hosts. I'm like, yeah, I was just an AP or whatever. So – you know, I got to work with a lot of really cool people, and uh, and Doug was like going through a divorce at the time and living in his office uh, at the studio. And uh, they were like, "Hey, you can't live here." And then one day, I'm like up in his office, and I'm like, "Hey, what is this?" It was a five gallon bucket full of pee because he hadn't been going to the bathroom; he'd been peeing in the corner. And like a PA had to come up and take this fucking thing out to empty it. I was like, "Ew!" Allegedly. Uh, no, he was a real PA. Oh, okay. He was a real PA. Except P didn't stand for production. <laughs> no, it, it did not. He's a piss assistant. Um, but yeah, no, it was very funny. And that was the first, uh, the first time I saw Last Comic Standing. It was premiering. And he goes, hey, what are you doing? And we watched the first episode. And I was Oof. like, someone burned this show to the ground. Wow. I'm giving you the light. Oh, you are. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. This went on for a long time. Oh, yeah. What? The whole thing or just this comment? Oh, oh yeah. this whole oh. thing. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. We, we got we to yeah, we gotta wrap we it gotta up. S- huh? we, we only cut our uh, podcast short so we can save file size. <laughs> so, it sounded like you said save foul size. And I was like. Guys, I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long day, guys. We recorded this during the week so that uh, Pat and Melissa could have a lovely uh, St. Patrick's Day. Are you guys even Irish? He is. I'm Scottish. You're Scottish. Oh. I just go with it. McQueen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone always thinks I'm Irish. Kilbean. Kilbean and McQueen. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you gonna? Um, You're just gonna keep doing that. I'll do that for another five minutes, and that's how we'll we'll fade out on it, and that'll be the end of the show. Is uh um? Are you gonna take his name when you're married? We're gonna like join him, so it's gonna be Kill Queen. He doesn't know. He doesn't know that yet. You haven't informed him. Okay, pretty cool. Has there been discussion of this? Yeah, you haven't. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. Everybody does the the Lucky Charms accent for the Irish. Burn them all. Actually, um, I when I first. Uh, when my buddy, I was just doing comedy. And my friend's like, "Hey, you should go into commercials. You have a, a stupid look. You'd be you'd be good in commercials." So I went into this commercial agent, and I my, my resume, I had kind of beefed it up with a bunch of bullshit, and okay. and on there was like dialects. Like I can do Irish. I can do English. I can do. I'm a six three dialect master, <laughs> <laughs> lying about everything. So so in the in the in the, like the interview with the commercial agent, we're just sitting there in a room. Everything's going fine, and she goes, "Oh, fine." So, says, here, you can do uh, an Irish accent. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, Uh-oh. I go, yeah. And she goes, oh, can, can you do one? And I go, right right now? She goes, if this was an audition, and you'd have to do it now. And I was like, yeah. okay. So I literally <laughs> did. Uh, there's a Simpsons episode where Ralph sees a leprechaun that no one else sees, and the leprechaun tells him to burn everything. So they go, so yeah, do the Irish accent. So I go, Hi to tie to tie, burn them all. Hi to tie to tie, and that's what I did. Literally, and she, and she was like, "Okay," uh, and looked right back. I was like, "I'm never gonna get fucking picked by this agency's never gonna represent me." And she goes, uh, "Now can you do karate?" <laughs> I like that. That that sounds like an '80s song breakdown. Hi to tie to tie to tie, or like that Paula Abdul song, like burn them all Paula Abdul from Ireland everybody uh, guys, thank you very much for being on Thanks the show. Coming, you were guys. fantastic. You'll uh, tighten it up, right? You'll tighten it up in right. post. It's well, we'll tighten five minute podcast. We'll tighten it up in post. <laughs> <laughs> it's three minutes. We introduce you. We talk about NASCAR and the N word, and then it's over. Um, now we don't really edit it, and people want to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah. Didn't Sam Tripoli do the same thing? He was like, uh, "This will, this will be fun. This was okay, right?" You know yeah. I mean, yeah. is every comedian like, "Well, was that all right?" You know, first it's of all, soft, right? They, like, how does it rate like among all of them? They, that's exactly yeah. what they do, and then they act, they act like everything's cool, and then when I'm walking everyone out, they're like, "So hey, that was that was okay, right?" Like, <laughs> like Dave Wade on the way to the car was like, "Oh, that was good, right?" I mean, I go, "Dude, you were great. It was great." And, and Sam was like, "Dude, was I the worst guest you've ever had?" And I'm like, "No, you weren't. The, what are you talking about?" And and he was mad because like one, he was really stoned, and two, which is nothing to be mad at at all because i'm about to do the same thing and two he we like you know the amount of time we talked about sports like when with you guys five minutes right yeah Yeah. with sam we started talking about the clippers and 50 minutes later we were still talking about sports right and that's the first time we've ever done a full-on full hour of just sports and sam was more than five minutes or more than five minutes (laughs) and sam was just like oh i I, I," he called sean he's like i gotta come back on yeah i got a text out of the blue like you know a week later he goes can I come on and do that again? <laughs> wow. And, and we needed to have a part two with him because literally I parked him behind my neighbor and then my neighbor needed to leave. So we're like, all right, this show's over. And like, <laughs> and it was like, we just ended it. It was so abrupt. But and did he know that? Did he know why that, why you ended it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He had to move his car. Yeah. So that really set off your insecurity. If <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, I think we're done here. <laughs> like, I think I'm we're the, done. I'm in the middle of talk. Yeah, well, it doesn't <laughs> matter. We're done. You got two guys in suits. Just grab them. You got to go. You got to go. We're out of here. <laughs> Or if you really want to make him nervous, uh, have another guy in the hall waiting to come in. <laughs> yeah, you know. guys, we have uh, keep this moving. We got other people waiting to be we're, on the show. We're going to use one of the two. We're not we sure don't which. We don't even know which. <laughs> Start making suck. 
But guys, thank you very much for being on. Thank Absolutely. you, guys. Congratulations you. Uh, on your engagement and best of luck. And in we'll your marriage. do a live podcast from the we'll ceremonies. Live. We'll and... live podcast it. Sean's going to be the minister. Uh, I'm going to live tweet. Do you guys write your own vows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in the process of it. Oh, my God. I mean, she's got all hers written, and I'm like, yours are like, I'm going to write mine nothing. from the viewpoint of a zombie. Yeah, and do it's yours and voices. Be, and... You have the best brains. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is uh, Anderson, the Anderson Brewery? Anderson Brewery, guys. Thank check God. it out. Really good beer from Northern California. And we plug the book one more time? Maybe yeah, some Pat's karaoke, book. Uh, the karaoke the time Brain time. Eater's Bible. The Brain Eater's Bible, guys, by Pat Kilbane. You can find it at where, Melissa? Where can we find the book? Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble, motherfucker. <laughs> or online, Amazon. Kindle version will be bought in a year, but you're a dickhead if you wait a year to buy the There's book. There's a pre-sale on that coming up uh, pretty soon. Okay. Uh, and Melissa, where can we uh, see you jamming out karaoke, no, telling jokes? No, YouTube. Melissa McQueen. Okay, Melissa McQueen on Queeb. Melissa McQueeb. <laughs> Melissa McQueen on YouTube. It's better than Melissa McQueef. Yeah, which is how I almost said it. Um, yeah. And then you host karaoke and you run a show at Barney's where everyone is really funny. And if you guys want to see. Uh, Monday nights. Yeah, Monday nights Pasadena. at 9, Pasadena, 99 Colorado Boulevard. Yeah. I don't know why I know that. That's, I must go there a lot. That's weird. It's good. I'm always asking <laughs> you. put it into your GPS. I don't have one. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Sean? Uh, thank you for listening to the Full Count Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, at the Full Count Podcast. Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. You'll we're, find it on our webpage. We're also on Stitcher and iTunes. That's it. Yeah, we got on Stitcher recently. Don't know what it is, but we're on there. Don't it's know like iTunes, it. but um, on your iPhone, I guess. Podcast. We'll learn more about it, and we'll tell you about it. So, thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good St. Patrick's Day. Thanks. You've been listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. You can follow us on thefullcountpodcast.com or email us at thefullcountpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, this has been the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck.